Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Time. Woohoo! I like this music. <laughs> all right, all right. Good morning. Let me just bring on board. I was going to say my South Cape. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to the show, Coffee Time with Marie Chase and CPA. If you are a returning uh, a viewer or a listener, uh, welcome back. If you are new, give us a thumbs up or a hands up uh, in the chat so we know you're new. Of course, for listeners, you won't be able to see that chat, but so but you can always pretend so uh, and we'll know that you are here. Um, and uh, so I want to encourage you guys to go ahead and uh, subscribe, like, uh, the channel that you are watching us on. So we are going live every Thursday uh, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So whichever channel you're following us on, please make sure to like and put the bell and all that, all the hooplas that you got to do uh, just to make sure you are staying in touch with us all the time. Proximity is key. Um, so I am your host, Marie Terrestian. I'm a, uh, an auditor, a CFO, a certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. Um, I use my uh, proprietary methodology, Valuation MT, to help business owners that reach that first million to 10x their profits using my system. And I've also created an e-course based on that methodology. So if you're interested, you can check that out at theprofitlab.biz slash programs. So I'm also a Grant Cardone licensee. And uh, with that, I coach uh, uh, businesses on sales, marketing, and money mindset. Um, of course, those plans, you can see the coaching plans on the www.theprofitlab.biz slash plans dash pricing. So, um, of course, I, I, I've also authored a couple of books, The Complete Guide to Business Growth and The Business Owner's Guide to Operational Accounting. Those books are available uh, to, for purchase on the www.theprofitlab.biz slash shop. Um, and we have upcoming webinars coming up in the Profit Lab, and uh, tomorrow is one of them, actually, and it's going to be about tax smart strategies for real estate professionals tomorrow, August 5 at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, my, 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 uh, my um, fellow trainer is none other than my weekly guest, <laughs> my, my tax colleague, Pedro Gonzalez, CPA. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning. Yes, I'm excited about that one coming up tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Gonzalez, uh, your business and tax strategist, uh, helping you uh, with uh, obviously uh, tax minimization, uh, taxation erodes our wealth, uh, improving cash flow because cash flow is, is uh, lifeblood for any business, regardless of size and industry. And number three, exit strategies. We all are going to exit. It just depends on how we're going to exit. So now's the time to start planning, to start preparing, to develop our strategies uh, for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with that, guys, you know, if you want to sign up to the webinar, I'm just going to read out the, the, the link as well. It's, uh, you will find it at the www.theprofitlab.biz slash events dash sign up. And I don't even know if I should say WW. I think it's I think everybody gets it. So uh, so before we start today's episode, I wanted to to do a brief summary of some of the other uh, subjects we've talked about before. <clears throat> we've talked about ethical standards in tax and accounting. Um, this was a very big, big, big uh, conversation we had a few weeks ago. We've talked about partnership sale, partnership agreements. Uh, we've talked about personal growth goals, all bunch of stuff. 
Uh, financial analysis, we've talked about uh, um, tax retention, and we've also talked about financial audit versus IRS audit. So there's just so much. We even talked about, actually recently, we talked about inventory management. This is a big area, especially if you do manage, if you do have uh, merchandise you sell. Inventory is a very, very big area. Sometimes you might need one or two people at least just to manage, depending on how, how large your inventory is. Um, so with that, today's conversation is uh, specifically about how to make your real estate business recession proof. So I think this is such a timely conversation, Pedro, because, yep. you know, real estate market just been shifting so much in the past two, two and a half years. And now it's going another way. It was going upward. Now it's going downward. Recession is talked is being talked on every specific media. And we did kind of mention a few things before because we want to make sure people don't panic. Um, you know, whatever is going to go up, it's going to come down. Whatever is down, it's going to go up. So it's just a matter of normal economy. So, but with that, we want to focus specifically on real estate and how to make that recession. So as my guest, um, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, we'll start from there and then take it over. Okay. Very good. Uh, well, you know, the, the, like you said, uh, because of the shifting of the market, I think it's important to uh, one is not to panic. We've discussed this before. I don't think that's the strategy. The strategy is to, you know, prepare. I, you know, and 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 as we've gone through the the, the different podcasts, uh, have used analogy of war. I mean, if you see something coming in your direction, how do you start preparing uh, in planning uh, for for that event? We we are already uh, have uh, had discussion about recession, about the inflation, and so on uh, in, in taxation. So. Uh, one, one of the thoughts that I have a suggestion that I have for today is, uh, you know, how can you then help uh, your business uh, become uh, recession proof? One is to consider your real estate investment uh, business as a business, you know what I mean, and not as a hobby. I see uh, many times, uh, especially when the market is good, uh, you know, they don't really take it as a business. And what I mean by that is really knowing your numbers understanding uh your goals uh why you're investing where you're investing so you you, you see at a point you know looking at it in the same way you will analyze the business so uh i know that you have some some uh, uh trainings that you do on on, the, on that and i don't know if you have any input on this specifically you know looking at, at real estate investment as a business and not just a, a kind of a passing by type of activity in that uh, situation yeah, and I think what limits most people is is the way they handle their their business, right? And, and when I say business, like if you're staying in real estate and you're thinking I'm just an agent, uh, you know, it's going to limit yeah. your mindset as to how you see yourself and how you see what you're doing as a as a business versus just oh, I'm a real estate agent and just limiting it to that. So uh, you're right. I mean, once you think about it as a business, as a growth, as where am I going in the future? It's always going to be mindset is always going to make make or break you right um sure. even with recession talks and all you know do we all will we all be affected absolutely it's just a matter of how we handle it right exactly 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 then with that then the next thing i have in mind is uh you know uh, to plan ahead i mean planning uh is important i know that you know some people get stuck in the planning stage but without planning you know how do you develop your strategies i mean you have to have a direction that you're going in how you're going to implement uh, some of the strategies. So uh, having a plan uh, to plan ahead, and now, right now, is a good time to, to do that. I mean, we're already crossed the, the, the middle of the 2022. How mm -hmm. are you going to 
you know, how you're going to manage the remainder of the year so then you are not caught by surprise, either by a high uh, tax bill or uh, potentially, you know, cash flow problems. You know, so then you have to start looking at those things uh, ahead of time. So planning, again, uh, is, is, is critical. Yeah, yeah. And, and I cover a little bit of that actually in my training, uh, the entrepreneurial journey, which is available um, on the uh, the profit lab dash biz slash programs. And it's available for purchase as well. That training <clears throat> for a small fee, uh, it's $49 just to go through it. And I do cover all the steps, including, you know, how to do a budget, you know, on a very, very smaller scale, because obviously writing up a budget is not something you do in an hour. Um, you do need to plan properly and you want to strategize the number of months ahead you're thinking about and what your expectation is of the economy. And it does take into consideration a lot of different pieces of the puzzle. Um, so, but in that training, I do cover a, a little bit. I do touch up on how to build a, a good budget. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has to have one, you know, a yeah. budget is, is one thing. I mean, projection is something else, but at least to have a budget, you know, which could be your most conservative uh, thoughts as to worst case scenarios could be that, but, you know, and you can do always better than what you budgeted, but um, at least to have a plan of action of, okay, if, you know, if worst case scenario, and I don't have, I can't sell another property uh, by the end of the year. Where is, where am I ending? What, what is my situation? I think that could be a way to th think about it as well. Correct. Right. Uh, another thing is, uh, to diversify your stream of income. You know what I mean? Uh, many times what happens is that we get caught in, uh, especially when the markets are good, if you're a real estate agent, for example, you know, you're just showing homes and selling and, 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 and on and on. And then when the market slows down, then you don't have another source of income. So diversifying, uh, another example, you know, if you have a multi-unit uh, complex, uh, you know, you can, you can enter, uh, inject some other sources by providing potentially some services to your own tenants which enhances mm -hmm. then uh, the value that you bring to them either be you know a, a cone operated uh, uh laundry for example right. little things that you can add to already what you have it does not mean necessarily learning a, a brand new trade or business but right. how can you diversify so all of, all of my income is not coming from the rent of the tenants, but in addition to that, I, I'm offering some, for example, some add-ons to that uh, already population that I'm serving. Realtors can do the same. I mean, realtors can can uh, do, uh, you know, uh, staging, uh, can help in, in other serving more as a consultant for a fee. Uh, and, and, and so there's other alternatives uh, on way and ways to diversify. Yeah, and I think that's a, such a great idea because, uh, I mean, I, I don't rent right now, but if I was uh, someone who's renting and those type of things were available to me, would be great. Uh, someone who's like, let's say I'm a mom, I, I'm a wife, I, I have, I'm running a business and I'm busy. Like if, if I was a, a renting and I could have a, my, my, my uh, landlord, you know, offer, let's say, cleaning services. Exactly. I mean, you're cleaning anyway. You have a cleaning team anyway. So what if you could say, hey, you know, for an extra whatever, um, every week we can have someone come in and spend three hours cleaning your house and getting stuff. You know. So that would, you know, add add value to to exactly. the, the client instead of having to find someone else. And 
they already know the people probably, so they feel more comfortable letting them into their house. So there's just so many things that I think, and I'm just saying, like pretending that I I'm in that situation. What I would, yeah, what, I, yeah. what would be helpful to me? Exactly. You know, I'd rather focus on my kids when I'm at home and not spend hours and hours cleaning the house. Uh -huh. uh, you know, and if that service is available to me for a fairly affordable price, right. hey, that's extra income for. Uh, the landlord and then uh it's uh, it's for the convenience of the right. the renter so correct you know and, and listen and that's, that's why you know when we are uh as consultants i mean you know many times we're not necessarily in the same situation but we are aware we see the 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 bigger picture here and then the opportunity is especially in the market that we're right now a lot of people are concerned about the economy if you can find ways to enhance uh and add value to the to the renters uh it, it, you know, you can uh, preserve that that population, even though those, those clients that you have. Right. Um, so when you're in, if you have to increase your rents, but then in addition to that, you're enhancing some add-ons. It, it kind of uh, helps because, it, like you said, uh, for example, the the idea of the cleaning. Yes. Um, you know how much time uh, it, it's, a, it's a, a a convenience. I mean, to, to have somebody to come yeah. in and, and, like you said. Uh, and especially for a small fee, you know, uh, yeah. a lot of people probably will pay for that, considering, you know, the, the amount of time it will take me. And if I can convert that, that hour or two hours that typically I would take mm -hmm. cleaning, yeah. I would invest it in, in with my children or on my own business. I can, you know, there's there's a value to that. Uh, the the uh, the one that I thought at one point, depending on the size of the of the uh, of the complex is uh, daycare. It's oh, yes. That comes Ooh. up a lot, especially Ooh. if you can drop off your children right on the on, on the spot instead of having to drive, and then drive to work, and then drive to the daycare, then drive home. Exactly. Uh, imagine if if you have the, the ability within your your place to set up a, a you know a, a, a daycare. Uh, yeah. Again, people will have to pay. So these are things that are not not coming out of the pocket of the owner, but these are things that you can add in value. People will pay for that and and and, and yeah. uh, 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 you know preserve that those people instead of having to go on shopping for another location. Right, right, absolutely. I was just while you we were telling that, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, what else would really save me time? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and this is, and I think this is where a lot of people don't really realize, as you know, some of us progressive accountants who've also worked on businesses and having our own businesses that we do think a little much, much upside the box. We're not just technical right. accountants. We are being creative here. We are consultants. We're helping you get ideas that you may have not thought. So when you work with people like us, we are actually giving you ideas outside of nobody else is going to give it to you. So, exactly. um, and uh, one of the other things I was thinking, right, while you were saying them, I'm like, uh, car wash. And I'll give you an example. Exactly. Can you imagine? I didn't drive around looking for a car wash. Wow. Exactly. It. But the, the where I have my office, they yes. offer it here. And when I really need it, and usually it's going to be after we come back yeah. from the kids. So that would be one of them. So the next Monday, I'll be like, I, I just text the guy and say, are you here today? Yes. Okay. I'll bring it up. Leave it up there. Go down to my office. He'll call me at 11 o'clock. I'll go up there and get it. To the convenience of me do i have to pay maybe slightly more than maybe paying outside absolutely yes but it's worth me my it's time value. bringing it upstairs to the garage to and people the pay for value people pay yes. for value. i mean listen yes. uh, why people pay and i'm not here to 
to uh, uh, criticize Starbucks, while well, using them as an example, why do they pay what they pay for a coffee that you can get anywhere else? It's mm-hmm. the experience, it's the, the convenience, uh, you know, and yeah. so people do pay it. Uh, and you see the long lines on Starbucks. They, they mm-hmm. know that people will pay for the experience. And this, yes. this is the part that a lot of in, in real estate, sometimes people miss is the experience. I mean, if you if you're renting, you want a good experience. You want a, a place where you have some good uh, uh, amenities. Uh, and if you can add little things, like you said, and this is subcontracting this to a third party to come into your, uh, allowing right. them access to your unit and advertising. Listen, we, we have this new service for you. Right. We'll do car wash while you your cars are parked already. The cars are already parked. Exactly. <laughs> so while you're maybe playing with your children, not having to worry about where the heck do I drive now, so my my car is clean, so that when I leave my 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 home is is I have a clean car. So yeah, those are little things that you can add and and it will improve yeah. uh, your service. And, and I think it's important to think like you know, as you mentioned Starbucks. I remember Starbucks years and years ago. It was just coffee. But I want our, our listeners and our viewers to think about how diversified their revenue stream is, right? Sure. Think about all the products that they sell, the CDs, the, the cookies, the food, and they've added and added. They have the coffee, they have the coffee um, at the grocery stores. They didn't start like that, but eventually you have to think about things of you know how to diversify your income and how your revenue generating. And it's not just from, let's say, a rent, you know, just one renter there just sitting there just paying for rent. But yeah, you can definitely add different services and, and things that could help you in your real estate. Correct. Now, the, the next uh, area that I wanted to, to talk to you about is the uh, uh, trimming the fat. Uh, trimming the fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, at times, again, when, when the things are good, we tend to overlook uh, our operations. And, uh, you know, because the money's flowing and as long as money's getting right. into the bank and, 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 and that happens to be an excess of what is going out, many times people don't don't spend the time to go in. And, and I, I have, you know, done, I have gone to companies, hey, you might want to look at cash flow analysis. No, but we're doing well. It's when the economy, like especially after 2020, is when people realize the importance of cash flow analysis, about looking at their operations, because that's when they really felt the, the, the fact that really, even though money was going in and out, in and out, they don't have reserves to last, in many cases, more than 30 days. So trimming the fat, I mean, looking at bloated operations, uh, you know, many times people are, are running uh, businesses with expenses that are, are unnecessary. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and many times that they, at one point, may have been necessary, and, but they continue, for right. example, subscriptions. Some subscriptions that they automatically charge. Yeah, you don't think about it. You know, I mean, you figure, well, you know, you continue with your business. But looking at those things uh, to me is is critical. I mean, uh, having a, a true analysis of your business, your your flow, your operation, will be important. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know. I I review my stuff uh, quite often, especially those subscriptions on an annual basis. See if I still need them, uh, and if you're not using them. <laughs> three yeah. four months already it's like wasted money and it could be any anywhere from like a 50 bucks a month to like 150 or 350 dollars a month whatever subscription it is uh is it still worth it 
you know, you always have to look at that. And unless you're looking at your financials, again, whether you're in real estate or in, in any kind of business, it's always going to be something you're going to look through your numbers and say, why, why, why are we paying this again? <laughs> so always, you know, same in your household, by the way, guys. It's not, I know we're talking about mainly real estate today, but it's the same. Even if you're an own household, you got to look at what's where the money's going out and why. Uh, you may have needed it at some point, like you said, but maybe you don't need it anymore. So, uh, the the next one, uh, and I know that you and I have talked about this uh, before, including our, our own podcasting here, is spending uh, smarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, because what happens is that when the economy start getting tough, then uh, people start is, you know, kind of uh, uh, almost going to a little cave, and I don't want to spend. And that, that to me is a mistake. It's, it's just so you have to spend smarter in right. one of the areas, at least two areas that I would say that you need to look at is uh, marketing and number two, personnel. Marketing, unfortunately, uh, is, you know, especially right now, if, if you're encountering situations where you see a slowdown in your business, marketing is where you need to spend because mm -hmm. marketing is what's going to show that you're still here, you're relevant. You need to let people right. know that I am here. If they don't yeah. see you, they don't know you, they don't hear about you, how do they know that you are around? So how are they going to know about you? So you have to you have to advertise. Now, you have to, the marketing has to be strategic, has to be smart. Where are you going to spend those dollars so then it gives you a return on your investment that is efficient? Uh, and personnel uh, is an area that uh, many times is it, a tough decision to make. It's a, and I'm not here to tell you that you got to fire your, your personnel. But I know that it is it is a, a tough decision. Sometimes it's better to bring a consultant to do this type of work for you to analyze uh, exactly the the performance of your employees. So then it's not made by the heart, you know. Because sometimes we get a right. friends and oh, how I'm gonna take Joey that I have to let him go, you know what I mean? But bottom line is. All of your uh, employees has to pull their weight. I mean, there's no other way around it. Otherwise, if you're carrying dead weight, your boat is going to sink. Yeah, absolutely. And then that brings me a, a, a good point that I want to mention here on the personnel. And um, <clears throat> and it's about, you know, whether you're, in, you're a real estate investor, you have property and all that, whatever it is that you're doing. But that's it's a business. So as a business owner, it's also your job to be transparent where you're at, what the expectations are. If your employees are so far removed from you and they have no idea how the economy and all that is affecting the business itself, and you just suddenly let go, it's like, oh, yeah, we're letting go a bunch of people, and that is all they're going to see. But if they know on how to, how they know what's going on in the business and they know how every everything is going to, you know, fit together, and during the next, let's say, 10 months, what's the struggle going to be, they'll have a better understanding. So if you do have to make that decision at some point, they're not surprised. They kind of know the struggle that was that you were going through. So yeah. um, so with that, I think being a, a very transparent as a business owner is very, very important. And then and the next one, I want to say, yes, I agree with you. A lot of times this type of analysis is much better done by an outside yeah. consultant, you know, and we are always here to help you guys um you know that way it's more objective it's and and again it's not always financial per se but you will have some financial and then you'll have some non-financial data you want to track and this is some of the stuff that i talk about in my e-course uh, valuation mt a, a whole section of you know key performance indicators these are stuff you want to cover you want to be able to say okay 
this these type of uh, these individuals that I'm that I've hired. This is what their job description is. This is what I'm expecting from them to do. They know they am, that I'm expecting that from them. And then if you don't see from the financially that that return on investment on that person specifically, then you know you have you have the the right decision to make without having to use your um, heart. But and it is always it's always hard to. Uh, let go of people even if they weren't doing a great yeah. job it's always hard to do that yeah the same the same happens when you have to uh especially for larger businesses when you have to uh, divest uh, a segment of your business uh, yeah you have to shut down a store uh, those are tough decisions uh because yeah. you know the impact of that are not only to to the, the employees to the community the, the that was probably depending on, on that that location or the service that you were providing so but I, I believe that when those, those type of situations, it's better to bring a consultant because uh, it, 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 that person is is not uh, again, it's not attached uh, to the business. That he or she is giving you a, a an independent. Listen, this is how how it is. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is what it is. This is your situation. If you do not make this decision, this is the impact in right. helping in the transition, helping, like you say, educating the employees, maybe get them invested into your business. So then let's everybody pull the, the, the business back up. Exactly. And, and so, but I think having a, a, a third party, it, it helps. Uh, right. right. And also it helps you stay focused on your business. I mean, in the meantime, yes, you continue pulling in your business, have a, a somebody else kind of help you in that transition or making those decisions and present to you Here's here's what the in essence the conclusions or here's the the, the option A, B, and C, and then helping you making that decision. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then what I was also going to make a point on is that when you have a consultant working, and let's say they provide you this, you know, uh, financial non financial KPIs, uh, it's not always that you're going to let go of people, but it might actually help you reconfigure where certain people should be. So it's not about just letting go of people. And I think that's where a lot of, you know, a lot of times that misconception, because we hear only like when people are suddenly let go out of nowhere. Uh, but if as a business owner, you're looking at these numbers and over a period of time, you say, well, you know what? We need to reorganize. And sure. I'm not going to let go of anyone, but I'm just going to reorganize and I'm going to put the right people in the right places. And that's going to take us to the next level instead of falling apart. Yeah. So that's, these are the type of decisions that you guys have to make, where, you know, whichever business you are in, whichever industry you are in. But um, that would be the most helpful thing to do. Yeah. Always look at the numbers and the non-financial non and financial um, indicators. Good. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the other one. That... Mindset. Every time. Mindset. Mindset. Exactly. Don't panic. Don't panic. Take action. You know. Exactly. Um, Take the right amount of action, you know, you know, in, in certain cases, like, um, you know, I know with the 10x rule, you have to take massive amount of action. But but at the same time, you know, that massive action could be based on solid data, <laughs> you know, that you yeah. feel comfortable taking that kind of action. So, right. yeah. The, the the next one is collaboration. I mean, I think uh, that especially when the situations get a little uh, rough, I think that collaborating becomes even more important. Yes. We cannot do all on our own. Uh, yes. We gotta learn that, that the way to succeed and to pull uh, forward is through collaboration. And uh, so I think that you ought to be looking at that as far as, uh, uh, you know, recession proofing your business. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are about that. Uh, yeah and here it is here's a collaboration right here pedro yeah. right here 
right here, guys. The webinar is a collaboration between me and uh, and Pedro. The the coffee time is a collaboration. You know, um, it's a commitment where where we decided to do the show. Uh, you know, together and, and and Pedro being my guest uh, to help each other out. You know, um, and uh, here we are doing a webinar. Um, you know, during middle of recession and everybody panicking and here we are doing uh, providing our full hour for free showing up for you guys um so that we can provide you tax strategies you know absolutely for free so you know make sure to sign up for the webinar tax smart strategies for real estate professionals and it's going to be tomorrow august 5th at 1 p.m eastern time and you can sign up at the profitlab.biz events dash sign up um, so, um, and, uh, we would love to see you there. We would love to see you there. I hope you did all take advantage of that. Um, any other thoughts, uh, Pedro, before, before we, uh, close the show, cause we do want to be mindful of, uh, our audience's time commitments yeah. and their businesses as well. <laughs> I will quickly say two, two more things. One, uh, business and tax planning. Uh, I think, mm -hmm. uh, we have covered that uh, multiple times through our podcast, but I think it's important to, uh, to do tax planning and business planning. And, and lastly, uh, investing yourself. I mean, it's the best investment yes. you can make and it will pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know that, you know, during COVID when everybody was not spending money, <laughs> I was investing and learning. Um, that's how I, I changed a lot of things that I'm doing from my marketing, from starting coffee time as my podcast my mark it's my way of marketing for example and uh re you know recently uh, actually this week i launched the profit lab podcast part of the new company and it's all part of my marketing strategies that if i hadn't invested in myself in a 10x and grant cardone uh, education um i would not know how to how to market myself as an i'm an accountant um so um that's that's really like when we're saying these stuff to you guys it's because we are doing it you know yep. uh, we, we're committed to 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 growth ourselves so and that's what we want to teach as well um all right and uh so with that it's already a 30 minute mark so uh i want to leave you guys as always with a quote from the speaker moderation speaker jim ron you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with i hope the two of us uh, are, are, we are two other people that you are spending your time uh, with to learn and grow your business. So with that, until the next episode, have a wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy and see you next week, Thursday. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye.